The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. So as I've been telling you, a small cabinet shuffle with uh, Premier Kenny's uh, government today. Uh, Doug Schweitzer is now the Minister of the Newly Formed Jobs, Economy and Innovation Ministry. Casey Madu takes over uh, the role that Schweitzer had. He's now Justice Minister and Solicitor General. And Tracy Allard out of Grand Prairie uh, is now in cabinet. Uh, She replaces uh, Minister Madu and she takes the role of Minister of Municipal Affairs. And just a heads up, Tanya Furr is now out of cabinet. Um, uh, because um, Schweitzer is taking over that role. Now, Global Edmonton reporter Fletcher Kent uh, there today following this as it happened. Uh, Fletcher, this was what the the first cabinet shuffle um, of the premier since he came into uh, into power. Is that right? It is. Yeah. Yeah. They've uh, I mean, he's kept everybody pretty consistent throughout throughout this. So I think it probably says a little bit about just sort of the uh, significance of the times that we have right now, that this is the time that he wanted to uh, see some changes there. Did anything uh, jump out at you? Um, I mean, I guess maybe I was expecting a little bit more from the news conference today, from the announcement, than than what we uh, that what we received. But um, you know, as we move into this uh, fiscal update that's going to be delivered, unveiled on on Thursday. I mean, Premier today very much and has been very much uh, focused on on jobs and trying to get Alberta back to work, if you want to put it that way. But saying really that these moves today are all about having the right people in place as they move forward with trying to get uh, the province's economy back on track. Yeah, no, I think I think you're exactly right. I think that's the one thing that stood out for me uh, out of all of this is that the, the the focus on the economy and on jobs. I mean, he may, the premier did make a point uh, as you're playing some of those clips and when he was introducing each one of the cabinet ministers to talk about uh, how they all fit back to uh, jobs in the economy. Even the, mm-hmm. even when uh, talking about Casey Matthew and the Justice and Solicitor General, not typically the portfolio one would really think about jobs in the economy, but he brings it back to the challenge of Bill C-69, Bill C-48, saying that those uh, pipeline bills from the, the challenge of the federal pipeline bills that Alberta is going to be challenging is all about the economy. It's about bringing investment into Alberta. And that's what we got to focus on right now. And if you take a look at Doug Schweitzer's new role, I mean, this, uh, he, I mean he's taking over what was economic development, but this is far more of a, a portfolio than just what economic development was. Uh, there's still some details, it sounds like, to be sorted out about what exactly he's going to be doing. But his job is going to be to implement the recovery plan. So take inter-ministry kind of uh, work that's going to make sure that uh, we we can try to move forward. So I think it really does emphasize the importance that uh, this government is placing on uh, developing jobs in the economy, whether or not there's there's a lot of people that are saying that this doesn't do that, that it's not not going to accomplish that. That said, though, it does really signify the importance of it. Yeah, so Schweitzer's uh, newly named ministry, uh, Jobs, Economy and Innovation, again, it used to be Ministry of uh, Economy, Trade and and Tourism. Tourism has been dropped out of that title. And I found that, um, you know, it jumped out a little bit at me, considering how big of a a role tourism plays in Alberta's economy. Was was Premier asked about that at all today? He wasn't asked about that, but I do believe, I mean, it, it is kind of, it does kind of stand out. I mean, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, I believe tourism the fourth largest industry in yeah. Alberta right now. I mean, it's definitely a big part of it. Funnily enough, though, I was talking with uh, political scientist Dwayne Grad about uh, about what some of his takeaways on all this. He's Mount Royal professor, and yeah. he brought that point up about the change and how there's no longer uh, economic development, trade, and tourism, mostly because he. <laughs> 
I think, sort of half-joking that there isn't any more tourism right now. Nobody's coming to visit <laughs> Alberta anymore. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, that's that's sort of a short-term thing, and it was sort of said somewhat in jest, but I think there's an element of truth to that as well, that if you're focusing right now on some of the biggest challenges Alberta has uh, and trying to attract people, trying to attract people to travel to Alberta might not be the biggest thing that we should be focusing on, but focusing on jobs in the economy, like the, like the Premier said, maybe. Fletcher Ken from Global Edmonton joining me this afternoon. The appointment of Tracy uh, Allard into that uh, position taking on municipal affairs. What can you tell us uh, about uh, Minister Allard? She's uh, uh, the MLA out of what, Grand Prairie. Yeah, she's she's the MLA out of Grand Prairie. And before this, uh, she had a, a business background. She's a small business owner. From what I understand, uh, she owned a number of franchises of Tim Hortons uh, in both uh, Grand Prairie and uh, I believe Northern BC as well. So, uh, and the Premier touted that history he says right now you want to have those job creators the people that uh, have actually ran a small business created some of those jobs in every single different portfolio especially in and, and he says municipal affairs is no different uh, that uh, it, it's important to be able to emphasize to municipalities the importance of getting on board with the province's job creation plan and it did sort of uh, when the premier spoke about that it did sound like the uh, some of the battles between the province and the municipalities may <laughs> can, may continue based yeah. on on this. I believe he said that the uh, new minister uh, was sort of Margaret Thatcher-esque with an iron fist mm. and a velvet glove. So sort of uh, it'd be interesting to hear what uh, some of the municipalities have to say about this uh, in sort of this uh, confrontational, somewhat confrontational tone I, I took away from that anyway. I was going to ask you about that, Fletcher, because uh, he talked about, you know, challenging municipalities to work with the province to create jobs. It was critical that the municipalities cut red tape to stop tax increases and wanted to take a look at Alberta municipalities compared to others across the country, I think when it came to taxes and that sort of thing. So, yeah, that jumped out at me as well. And I, 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 it seems Premier is um, just kind of ra um, ramping up a little bit of his, um, yeah, the, the confrontational style a little bit more. It seemed to taper off during COVID, you know, with the federal government, with the municipalities. And now that we're, you know, depending on w how you want to determine where we are in the pandemic, it seems to be coming back up again. And I think that's going to be interesting uh, to see and, and watch it unfold over the over the coming weeks and months ahead. Oh, definitely. I mean, I know that there has been... Uh, we've seen it here somewhat in Edmonton. I haven't covered it as much quite in Calgary, but I know that that confrontational tone in, in Calgary, especially with, and with that council, there's been a great deal of back and forth on that. And you know what? That might be part of the uh, the thinking about uh, why you've taken a person from a, a rural, uh, more rural area. I mean, Grand Prairie is still uh -huh. a city, but it's a smaller city uh, to, to sort of oversee that role as opposed to somebody from one of the larger cities like Casey Madu was, um, just so that... You, you, Playing those pol playing those political games, especially if there is this, uh, if there's going to be some more of that confrontation. I mean, it doesn't sound like the premier is willing to make too much of a move, and it doesn't sound like the, the the cities are trying to change their tone all that much as well. So we could see more of that coming up, and that might be part of the decision making process on who he chooses to pick to take over those roles. Well, and certainly not bowing to any pressure whatsoever um, and, and nope. the calls to have the health minister removed as health minister. I mean, sticking by his gun, saying that uh, Health Minister Shandro has 100% uh, confidence. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, I don't know how much of a surprise that is. I mean, to, to, to move... 
Tyler Shandro right now, uh, or for that matter, uh, Minister Lagrange. Uh, they're 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 under a great deal of fire in their respective ministries from uh, from some members in the public. But to make those moves right now, and one in the midst of a pandemic, and the other yeah. one a couple of weeks from the beginning of school, if that was mm-hmm. even in the mind, would be a would be a. a uh, an admission that things didn't work out and I don't think there's any appetite to do that especially after hearing him today when it's not just saying that uh, they have, saying they have 100% confidence in saying that they, he did a really really good they're, they're doing really good jobs or specifically Tyler Chandra is doing a really good job absolutely no interest whatsoever I think in, in, in making those claims uh, Fletcher Kent from Global Edmonton joining me this afternoon Fletcher I always appreciate your time look forward to seeing your work tonight on Global News thank you yeah no problem thanks you betcha, Fletcher Kent joining us this afternoon. So again, just a, a, a slight cabinet change uh, earlier today, about two hours ago, the premier announcing it. Also, and we've been hearing we've been hearing Premier Kenny talk about this great fiscal reckoning um, that this province uh, is facing, and. Um, we know on Thursday there is going to be uh, the finance minister, Travis Taves, will provide a, a fiscal update. You'll hear the details right here on 6.30 Ched. The Premier today saying that those details will contain the biggest deficit in Alberta's history, well above $20 billion because of the collapse in revenue because of the COVID-19 economic recession. In terms of the uh, fiscal update that will uh, be tabled by the finance minister on Thursday, uh, this is going to be the biggest deficit in the history of Alberta by a country mile. Uh, I've said that it's going to be well north of a $20 billion uh, deficit in large part because of the total collapse of revenues emanating from the coronavirus recession. other provinces of, and, and the federal government, other governments all around the world are seeing extraordinary deficits this year and likely will again next year. But what's made it especially tough in Alberta was the total collapse of energy prices. And so you'll be seeing a in the report on Thursday a, a massive decline north of $10 billion in our revenue stream this year. And that is particularly evident in oil and gas. In the February 2020 budget, we based it on realistic projections on the average of private sector forecasts for economic growth and oil and gas prices. But of course, all of that changed beginning in the first week of March, immediately following the budget. And um, I've made no secret of the fact that for several weeks in through March and into April, we were having a hard time selling Alberta government bonds. We weren't the only government. There was a freeze in the credit markets for a period of time. But let me just put it this way. Uh, as I've said in my televised address to Albertans in mid-April, uh, there is a great fiscal reckoning on the horizon. We are not going to allow that to get in the way of urgent action today to protect both lives and livelihoods. That's why we've made unprecedented investments, including $10 billion in capital spending this year uh, to get to, to create 50,000 jobs. It's why we accelerated the job creation tax cut. It's why we've, we've committed $14 billion in spending or deferrals to help people through the COVID crisis. So our job now is protecting lives and livelihoods. Our debt will go up very significantly. And in the future, we will, as a province, have to deal with that. That will be the message that Minister Tays uh, lays out on Thursday.
It's going to be interesting seeing talk today about the possibility. Does that open the door possibly to a sales tax, this fiscal reckoning? I mean, he had that door shut pretty tightly for uh, for a long time. But comments recently, does the situation we're in right now open it a little bit to that possibility? Here we go again.